All right, welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the one of whom belongs salvation. And so we are Revelation chapter 7, verse 10. I'm going to read verse 9 and 10. And so John says, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands. Now verse 10, And crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And Brother Daniel, I'm excited for this discussion in this podcast. I think it's going to, one, be around that salvation belongs to the Lamb, but also I think it's we have to capture that they're singing it. Mm. That this is a song that's not from the 24 elders. It's not from the angels. It's not from the living creatures. This is actually a song from the redeemed of all the earth standing before the throne room or in the throne room, standing before the throne, and this is their song, that salvation belongs just to, not just to the one on the throne, but to the Lamb. So this is an amazing salvation song. Yes. And it's sang out of great gratitude because the, the redeemed from the nation have gone through much. Mm-hmm. And then they acknowledge, that they know how difficult it is uh, for them to be saved. And so they say that Jesus is the only one who has the power to save, the only one who has the qualification, the credibility to save them. And, uh, and this is an absolute declaration. It's as if that in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, in every realm, look for any creatures, anyone, no one, has the ability to save. Salvation only comes from the hand of the Lord. Now, during Jesus' three and a half years of public ministry, Jesus got into trouble many, many times. It's true. By claiming that he can forgive sin, mm. not only heal the paralytic, but forgive sin, cleanse the leper, and by doing that, he make himself equals to God with the divine nature. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Jews know that, that only Yahweh, God can forgive sin. He make himself equal to God by offering salvation because he is Mm -hmm. the word become flesh. So he can offer that salvation. In fact, uh, in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit make it clear that there's no other name by which we must be saved except by the name of Jesus. And so, and Jesus himself declare when uh, Philip asked, where is the way? Where are you going? And Jesus declared in John 14, 6, that I am the way, I am truth, I am life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the only pathway to be reconciled to the Father and to have assurance of salvation forever. Later in, in, in Paul's writing to the Romans, in Romans chapter 8, which was so clear about how the law is, uh, itself could not have brought uh, the people to salvation. But the, the law is the tutor towards faith. And the law of the spirit of life in Christ is the one that fulfilled the requirement that could not be fulfilled by anyone who is trying to achieve righteousness by observing the law. Mm-hmm. But by the end of that chapter in Romans chapter 8, 
right before chapter 9 to 11, when Paul talks about the salvation of the Jews, and even the Jews does not have another way to be saved, the same way, only by the, by the name of Jesus, by faith in Christ. So in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 to 39, Paul talks about neither death, nor life, nor principality, nor power, nor sicknesses, nor disease, nor, the, nor this age, nor the age to come mm. is able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. He talks about that salvation belongs to Jesus and Jesus alone. And once we are in covenant with Jesus, no one can snatch us away from the hand of the that Lord. That is such a key verse at Romans 8 verse to look at here because as we again see in context with chapter 7 these are the ones that have come out of the great tribulation right when satan is raging on the earth and lots of deception and lots of deception and so through the midst of all of that mm -hmm. this is their song that he is the one who still saves and it would seem that Satan had won because these are apparently are ones who have probably been killed in the midst of the Great Tribulation. Mm -hmm. But these ones had the eternal mindset mm -hmm. that death was not their end. As Peter would say, the putting off of their tent was not their end, but that Jesus had saved them for eternity and had made it so that they could stand in the presence of God. And so the only thing that's not fully complete here is that this is not happening on earth yet. It's happening in heaven. And, but Revelation, we're only in chapter 7. We've got 22 chapters to mm -hmm. go, or 22 chapters total. So, um, yeah, I just I think that's important to point out, and I think the Romans 8 is so key to put in this place. So this song, I believe, will be a song that is sung, uh, that will be sang very often by the saints in the age to come as we rehearse over and over again mm -hmm. our great salvation that is in Christ alone. Just like the Jewish people were commanded to keep their biblical feast to remind them of Exodus, Passover was the feast that reminded them of Exodus. This song was not something that we see that the Lord commanded us to sing. It's an exclamation out of an overflowing heart of gratitude and understanding of the great salvation we have inherited in Christ alone. So I want to encourage our audience, as we come to the Jesus of whom belongs salvation, we know that we are saved. Like, let me just say that again. We are saved. The trouble, the deception, and all these things that the devil throw at us, if we walk in the counsel of the Lord and the principle of His truth and not yield, as we submit to God, the devil will flee from us, but he will try. He will try to deceive us and the scripture does say in the last days there's going to be great falling away, there's going to be apostasy, there's going to be people that will be deceived but the Lord also assured us great multitude, no one could answer, will come out from this time of great tribulation from every tongue, every tribe, every people. So be assured that the Lord who lead us by the power of His Holy Spirit is able to keep us Amen. in this time because His salvation is strong and we are safe in Him. If we put our trust in Him, His power to save us is stronger than the power of the devil to destroy, to steal, to kill and to deceive. Amen. We must have confidence in that. And so I want to pray for our audience today 
as we come to the Jesus of whom belongs salvation, knowing that we are saved, we are also His ambassador to reconcile others to Himself through the gospel so that they too might be saved. Oh, Father, we just ask You in Jesus' name. Help us understand the great salvation we have in Christ Jesus and not take it lightly and not sell it for something so much less in value like the pleasure of this world, the pleasure of sin, this deceptive nature of trying to keep our life when we cannot keep it. Lord, because we, the scripture says those who seek to keep their life will lose it and those who lose their life, will keep it for all eternity in Christ Jesus. So help us to abide by the principle of Revelation 12, where we will be overcoming by the blood of the Lamb, by the words of our testimony, and we will love not our life even unto death, knowing that your great salvation is so secure and assured that nothing, no sickness, no disease, no temptation, no, not this age, nor the age to come, is able to separate us from your love. Reveal your love to us each day. Let it grow and let our hearts have much roots of your love that will influence the way we view things every day in our daily walk with you. Help us to be an ambassador to see that many people can be saved through the gospel in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us for this Jesus 360 podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. With your love, you satisfy.